our first reading, we heard the Ten Commandments. And the line that struck me the most relates to the third commandment about keeping the Sabbath holy. In reference to it, it, it says, In six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth and all they contained, and he rested on the seventh day. Have you ever thought about that, God resting? Why does God need to rest? Now, granted, it was a pretty busy week if you're creating all that is, you know. But does God need to rest? I think what that word means, it's not so much that God was exhausted, but it's more God had finished his work. He did no work on that seventh day. And he used that seventh day to contemplate what he had created and to admire the goodness of creation, of, of the land and the seas and the animals and the fish and the birds and the human beings. So that's the image that's held up to us as we consider keeping holy the Sabbath. And for us as Christians, the Sabbath is uh, it's the eighth day. It's, you know, the seventh day is Saturday, for the Jewish people, that's the day they keep Shabbat, they rest. For us as Christians, we rest on Sunday, the day of the Lord's resurrection. And now I, it might be that we may be physically exhausted after the last six days, and there's nothing better than a, a nap on a Sunday afternoon, okay? But I think what keeping holy the Sabbath means is that sense of God as God admired the work of creation and gave, that's what we're called to do on the Sabbath. We give thanks to God for all that God has done for us, that all that God has created. And, and the best way to do that is what you're doing right now, coming to Mass on Sunday and giving thanks and praise to God. But I think it's also good to consider how we spend the rest of our Sunday. Uh, consider it to be a day of rest. It, it, it's not a day for working. It's a way of saying that you know work can become tyranny, and us and we can become enslaved to it. So this is a deliberate day where we don't work. Instead, it's a day. I think it's a great day to go for a walk to admire the beauty of creation. It's a great day to be with other people as much as we're able to do so, whether in person or phone calls or Zoom, um, that's, again, another way of appreciating the beauty of God's creation of other human beings. Okay. At this point, I'm going to invite you, I mentioned last week, this is our DSA a Commitment Sunday, so please uh, turn your attention to the monitors. I keep a journal, not every day, but I do write in it from time to time. And I decided to look back at a year ago, what I had written. Today's March 7th. I, uh, I wrote down that on Sunday, March 8th, I volunteered at Sparty's Beefsteak at the Breslin Center for the MSU basketball game as a fundraiser for our school. 
After we finished cleaning up, I was able to watch the last three minutes of M the MSU's win over Ohio State, clinching a share in the Big Ten Championship. Now, as I recall, we were aware of COVID, but at that point, nobody was wearing masks. Everything was going crazy. I, I think we were supposed to wipe down the counter with antiseptic wipe. I, th I think that was the only thing, all right? My next entry in my journal was March 17th, and this is what I wrote. The world feels very different since the last time I journaled. So much has changed because of the coronavirus and looks like much more to come. Little did I know. As families, businesses, schools, churches, we are all grappling with the spread of the disease and the shutdown to try to contain it. It just felt like every time as a staff that we made plans, we would immediately have to change them as new information came in. And just think about with church, uh, a year ago, we had a few people in attendance March 14th and 15th and then nobody at Mass the following weekend and for many weeks afterwards. I bring this up after watching the DSA video because through the video, they, they tend to highlight the ministries and charities uh, that the, D, the DSA allows us to do, which is very important, but sometimes we miss the behind-the-scenes things that the diocese does. And I just want to say I am so grateful for the support that our staff, our finance council, and myself have received from the diocese this past year as we've grappled with closing down our parish office, the child care and the school, how to help employees, what to do if someone tests positive for the virus, how do we protect our people, what do we do when there's no church and no offertory, do we reopen our school face-to-face -face or go online? What can we do to minister those in the hospital? I mean, there was, there was just so many things, so many decisions that we had to make. And the diocese had our back. They were there for us to help support us in figuring things out. And so that's the kind of stuff you're not going to see in a brochure, but it was there. And that's what your support of DSA helps to provide. Uh, another piece I think about is uh, Cashin is the Catholic hospital chaplain at our Lansing hospitals. And our Lansing hospital ministry, Catholic ministry, is paid for through the support of the parishes in the Lansing area, and then half the support comes through DSA. So that's just another way that the hospitals were so crucial this past year. And now, today is DSA Commitment Weekend. Uh, I asked you last weekend if you would, I said we'd be, you'd be getting a DSA letter in the mail, and, and already by last weekend, I think a lot of you have received it. Did everybody get one? In case you did not, we have extra DSA envelopes. They're at the end of your pews, or if you forgot to bring yours with you, uh, you can pass out those DSA envelopes at the, at the pews. And I just want to make a few comments about uh, giving to the DSA. Just one is 
that the goal for DSA this year is $5,350,000. So that's a little bit of an increase from last year. Our parish portion of that goal is $106,843. That is a definite increase. I think about $10,000 more than last year, okay? Um, my goal is for every household in our parish to participate in DSA. Uh, all gifts are welcome of whatever size. Now, uh, with these uh, gifts to DSA, it certainly would be great if you can fill out the envelope right now and then put it in the collection basket when you leave church, or you can mail it in, or you can uh, uh, put it in the mail slot. A number of you have already done so, and thank you. Uh, there's a, a flap to fill out, uh, and you can, if you're making a cash or check pledge form, fill out the one side. If you're doing credit card or electronic funds transfer, you can do the other side. You can do it as a one-time gift. You can uh, do it as a, a pledge plan over nine monthly payments, and you can decide which months you wish to make a payment in. Um, one, another option is certainly to give by uh, your IRA distribution or a donor-advised fund or stock, and for instructions on that can be found on the diocesan website. If you make a pledge, you will receive a pledge reminder and an update of your pledge balance. Uh, one thing that happens as uh, the pledges get paid that 50% of all paid pledges in excess of our parish goal will come back to our parish for local use. And thanks to your generous support, we were able to make our goal last year, and we have already received $136 back, and then I expect uh, with the end of this quarter that we'll be receiving more back as well. Thank you for your gift and support of the DSA. Please pray for its success in our parish and throughout the diocese.